Well, we've all had a chance to catch our breath after the wonderful events of the coronation just over a week ago. Um, and it will have been a very busy time for many people, not least, of course, for our Lord Lieutenant, the, the Royal Family's representative here in the county. And I'm delighted to welcome James Saunders Watson, James Saunders Watson, who is um, the current Lord Lieutenant. James, um, have you caught your breath back after the weekend? I think I'm coming down from Clyde Nine is probably the best way of describing it, Adrian. It's been a it's been an extraordinary weekend. There's been an enormous amount of thought and effort went into the planning for events at the weekend, both as we've seen at national level, but equally within the county and how best that the county should mark this uh, very seminal moment of the crowning of our new monarch of Charles the Charles the Third. Absolutely, and you were there. I've seen pictures of you. Um, it must, you know, a very historic occasion. Just talk us a little bit through, you know, the day and your emotions and 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 what it meant for you. And could you see everything? Yes, it's oh god. It, in some respects, one's very fortunate that I was able to be along with my wife at the funeral, and therefore had a little bit of. Um, forward knowledge about how the seating arrangements would work. So Saturday morning, we had to be in our seats by 9.30 or, or 9 o'clock or whatever the ticket was. But the more important thing was that the gates of the, the doors of the Abbey opened at 7.30. Mm. And the seating in the nave, which was where I was, I had been allocated a seat with a lot of other um, uh, members of the, uh, uh, of the congregation, Primarily, actually, among them, 450 uh, people who've been awarded the British Empire Medal, mm -hmm. um, representatives of charitable bodies, other Lord Lieutenants, and um, other people who, 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 who were not necessarily there as either personal friends or, or, or government seats and, mm -hmm. and public appointments. Um, so I planned with a, a fellow Lord Lieutenant, the, the sensible thing would be to be in the queue as early as possible to make sure that you've got a good seat, thinking that what one wanted to do is be somewhere near the front of the um, seating so one could be close to the action. Well, fortune has it that um, I was able to get into the Abbey really early on and bagged a rather good seat in the front row, which was fantastic, um, about halfway up the nave, with and you sort of think, gosh, what were you doing some 7.30 in the morning, knowing that the actual <laughs> ceremony didn't start until 11 o'clock? What were you going to do? And, you know, someone keeps on asking the most difficult question is, um, how did you cope with lack of rather primitive facilities? <laughs> um, the honest truth to that is that you didn't drink an awful lot beforehand. You made sure you'd eaten something. <laughs> and you just hoped that God was with you. Um, but it was, it, it was extraordinary because... The first sort of half hour was a little bit of, gosh, there were a few people that you knew. And I, I didn't know you were there. And, and then suddenly, around nine o'clock, we were invited to sit down. And the most extraordinary concert started of the um, pre-music to the coronation, which was absolutely fantastic. Spectacular. And so you sat with this sort of, there was constantly people moving around, was um, more of the dignitaries started arriving. So there was always something going on to look at. There was, the the, the and, and at the same time, we had this fantastic music, a number of new pieces that have been written for the coronation. 
Um, the Monteverdi Choir sang three or four pieces. And it as one realized what was going on, as the each performance was finished, there was instantaneous applause. Mm. And you suddenly felt that you were in this extraordinary moment. Everyone was pinching themselves, wondering, you know, why how have I been so lucky to get a to to get a this golden ticket, this this ticket to the sort of run like Charlie Wonka's factory. You know, my God, how have I won it? And it and everybody around it, regardless of their 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 celebrity, was feeling it because I had a couple of people sitting behind me who are quite well known on ITV, and they were feeling exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And so it was this: you were in a you. We knew we were very very honoured and very fortunate to be there, and I felt immensely honoured to represent the county and the, the residents of Northamptonshire. Well, no, and as the, as as the ceremony developed, you know more and more. And you know you'll watch it on television. More people came through. You oh, a bit of a sort of celebrity spot. Quite a lot of people you didn't know who they were. Um, I wish I'd had my wife next to me because she's much better at this than I am. <laughs> um, and we were sort of they sort of slightly said, "We're not sure who that was. That, that must be an important person." Um, and then we had all of the foreign, the 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 leaders of the of, of the Commonwealth nations of the uh, of the dominions and and. and where King Charles has also had a state, we had government, we had past prime ministers, and there was a constant stream of people walking past. <laughs> and then you got the royal family, and then the king and queen and their entourage. And there was this just, it was just, you suddenly were taken back. You were asking, what did you feel? Mm. As the ceremony, the service progressed, one suddenly realized that we were going back to this was a very very old ceremony mm. and that it was a thousand years old and as soon as the oaths were read and you heard the words and you saw you 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 you, you felt part of this thing which I, I mentioned to someone after event that it, i felt i was taken back to something that was medieval mm. and it was the commitment and the 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 the, the the strength of those oaths and the whole ceremony and the fact that it was before God to serve the people mm-hmm. was yeah, something yeah. which is very, well, it's, it's, it's slightly unfamiliar territory in this rather secular world. Mm. And that, and then around it, you had all of, and everyone's watched, those that have watched the coronation will, will, will have, will have picked it up, but you really felt it in the Abbey. No, I can imagine a very solemn, solemn occasion, as you say, and, and really important. And that, from the word go, um, that issue of I come not to be served, but to serve, I think that was a really important um, sentiment to carry through. And, and I think it, it came through on several occasions, including, of course, Prince William's um, comments on, at the concert the next day. Yes. Yes. And I think that that's, you know, that's something which, it's it's it was it's it's one of the themes that in the preparation to the weekend we were sort of those of us that were were were, were put, trying to put things together for the county we thought that that was an important theme yeah. but it's actually only when the weekends evolved has it has it become so much more evident and then you 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 heard it again at the concert as you said on Saturday evening no, sorry on Sunday evening and then a 
then we had all of the activities that happened on Monday with the big help out of this cry, call out to, you know, actually we can all serve, we can all help, we can all help in, in ways that are suit ourselves in a sense. And I think that that's something which it, it really struck home to me that mm. volunteering and Monday was all about the big help out and not only celebrating volunteers, but encouraging individuals to volunteer. But volunteering in its broadest sense is just helping the community. And mm. it could be in a formal way as being part of a, 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 a an organization where it's a youth organization, such as the Scouts, who are really um, fundamental, critical in making sure that Everything they were they were the main organisation along with the Royal Voluntary Service for for pulling pulling together the the, the events on on Monday mm-hmm. at a national level, but whether it's something like that or whether it's just within your community going and helping your neighbour with their shopping or or getting the prescription for the elderly person in your in your block of flats, that that's all helping. That's all volunteering, and it. You, I know Adrian, you always like to um, bring a sort of a, a, a business edge to these these discussions. And I think that it's it it, it, it chimes very well with a lot of the, lot of your um, thoughts on, on on that corporate social responsibility of organizations. It's it's life doesn't just exist. And I think this is a measure a sign that came out of the weekend. Life doesn't ex- just exist big for, for, for the self. But actually, it is enriched mm. by thinking about the community, and that could be that can be from a corporate perspective. It can be from an individual perspective. I was, I was listening to um, a, a sermon. I'm trying to think. It, it, it was a sermon I was actually listening to today at the service that I was at, where they were saying that that if you write down three things that make you feel positive and happy every day, that makes you it, it it makes you positive and it gets your endorphins working mm-hmm. and in a sense helping somebody is yeah. one of those criteria yeah yeah very true such wonderful sentiments indeed um and it is does apply to businesses of course businesses are made up of people and those people have values and beliefs and and challenges and um community concerns of their own, whether that's through their family, of course. So I think that, you know, we're in this together is definitely the uh, the phrase. And it was very good to see that really played out so so well and so strongly over those few days. Now, just to go back a couple of steps, you mentioned a couple of famous people on ITV. I certainly saw a picture of you near Anton Deck. So did, I assume they chose to sit next to you and, and photobomb your photos. Is that right, James? <laughs> yes, I'm not quite so arrogant. Um <laughs> <laughs> I might appear. I don't think <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm slightly embarrassed because it literally it was sort of when we got into the in, into the Abbey. Uh, the, the the friend that I was with, um, who happened to be Lord Turner for Aberdeenshire, we we sort of we basically sort of said, oh well, let's let's grab there because you get a good view of what's going down the, the in the cloisters. So there's something to look at there. And I didn't really look around. And it was only when. I turned around and noticed that there were two reserved seats behind me, having put my bottom firmly in the chair. Yeah. And the oh, well, that's 
was interesting and want to have any other sort of people. And, and they were very much asked because they've been huge ambassadors for the Prince's Trust mm-hmm. and done an enormous amount of work with youth, youth with, 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 with people involved in the Prince's Trust. And we, <laughs> I turned to, to Sandy, my, my, my next, and I said, well, we've got a couple of celebs behind it, not really realizing, of course, that that would be where the cameras would focus. Looks as though I brought a photo bomb them, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you had a free seating, though. Uh, you know, I thought, I would have thought everybody, I guess you were zoned then. You had to we go were to zoned. the specific zone. Yeah. yeah, I think it's enormously difficult. 2,200 people, and there were definitely, you know, if you were slightly more important than I was, and I would not say that I was, you know, I, I, I was just so fortunate to be there. Um, that I think that it was very much the, the you know, most of the seating. It's a, it's like going into a church, and I, I think I've, I've taken a lesson, a leaf out of the the, the, the Abbey's book because it, people sort themselves out, and you end up sitting to, next to some fascinating people mm. and interesting people. Um, particularly when you've got about three hours to to to, you end up talking to people around you yeah, um what a, what a lovely as you say the entertainment and the whole of the spectacle plus the music because the music i thought was very uh, impressive too let's just change gear slightly the, that was the national stage um you know what just summarize really what was been your involvement in terms of co- uh, the local community the county's sort of um, mm. response or support for the coronation well it we started the, the 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 county celebration actually ahead of the day ahead of the game because we had the county civic service to celebrate the coronation on the Sunday before not this not the Sunday that's just gone but Sunday um, April thirtieth because we really felt that it was um, there was some guidance which Father Oliver. Costs in, in in All Saints, he's the rector of All Saints in Northampton, said that in 1953, everybody was encouraged to pray ahead of the coronation for the event that was coming, and particularly for the Queen. And this struck me as being actually a rather sensible idea because we would hope that lots of people would be having great fun at street parties and big lunches, etc., on the Sunday. And that if you put in the further complication of a church service, that that Mm-hmm. That sort of complicates the issues, and it, it means that people have to be in in Northampton, and they'd probably rather be in their communities. So that sort of set off the week in the run up to uh, the, the the whole sort of coronation weekend. We also were very much supported by other faith groups who, in at different times during the week, held um, uh, uh, events where they they prayed for for for, for King Charles and Queen Camilla. Um, there was a, a, a multi-faith event in, in Wellingborough. There was some. Uh, there was certainly some 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 multi-faith. Event. There was a, 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 the the Gurdwara in in St James's in North in um, in Northampton. The, uh, the 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 Catholic Cathedral in Northampton. There was an event on the Tuesday before. So there was a whole series of sort of trying to get a bit of groundswell behind it, mm-hmm. and then. Um, on Sunday after the coronation, there was quite a lot of stuff. And I, because I was in London, I can't really tell you what, what's going on. But I do know that at the Guildhall, they did a lot of things in Northampton. They had big screens up. Um, they had screens up for the for, for, for the coronation and for people to be able to come and watch it together. And I know that, that was well attended. Um, and then on, on the 
Sunday, there was a uh, big event in Delapri uh, Abbey. Uh, there were, I think, if I understand it, was more requests for street closures, street closures, in at the coronation than there had been for the Platinum Jubilee last year. Really? Now that's interesting. So yeah. There have been quite a lot of plan, particularly particularly in village communities and around that. And, you, and it, it seems to have taken quite a bit of time for a head of steam to build up. And the bunting came out quite late. But actually, towards the end, bunting did appear. Yes. <laughs> but it, it seemed to be, it, you know, I wonder whether people were not that interested. But actually, I think suddenly there was a groundswell and that, that, that was reflected locally. Mm. Um, there was a civic service. I attended a civic service at Peterborough uh, Cathedral on um, Sunday afternoon. Uh, Peter was the diocese for North, uh, which Northampton, the Anglican diocese, and said that there was there was a uh, that was very it was very enjoyable to be part of that. Um, and then on Monday there was, and it was a bit that I was slightly I was really worried about in, in the run up, and I had quite a long chat with um, the with local radio. To try and particularly BBC Northampton, try and get a little bit of um, momentum behind it. And actually, I do think I've just seen some photographs from Rachel McGrath at um, the Community Northampton Community Foundation, showing evidence of a number of, and really quite a lot of events going on across the county. I I went. Um, I wasn't particularly useful. I think it took me a bit of a while to get used to, it, but I helped um, Baby Basics Northampton mm. uh, and. Uh, to um, put together a whole load of Moses baskets for young mothers at the Church of Latter-day Saints in um, Darlington. Mm -hmm. And then also went to the Hope Centre, which was doing, which Adrian, you were very much involved with a number of years ago, but they were they were having an evening where they were trying to bring in, in or on our, uh, uh, encouraging new volunteers and met a number of people who wanted to go and help with um, the the good work that the Hope Centre do, mm -hmm. and then I went and um, to Spring Family Centre in uh, and see Clive Irison, who does such fantastic work with uh, young the 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 the, the, the youth yeah. in um, and 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 he was they were running a bingo afternoon and there was lots of as Clive says lots of cake that gets everybody in lots of cake <laughs> <laughs> and that was rather fun. Um, and it was just good to see the, the, the sort of events. And I also went to see the team of Transition Northampton, who are the, um, trying to encourage uh, the, the, the reduction in, in, in pollutants, mm -hmm. uh, who are doing a recruitment recruiting campaign in, in um, Abingdon Park. Mm -hmm. And so that was a sort of feeler for, for some. I know there was lots of other activities, people doing litter picking and working in their communities, and but I sort of at my heart of hearts, I sort of feel that this is and I've been talking to Rachel at the Community Foundation about this, um, that how do we take what is a brilliant idea of celebrating the, the idea that volunteering is a positive and make it something which becomes a more regular event on an annual basis. Mm. And so we were going to sort of look at seeing how we might be able to translate and treat this as a start, as a tip of the iceberg, which could mm. then build into something else. But it's early days. I think that, you know, the more that you can introduce people to the concept that they might get something out and enjoy giving, 
Yeah, I think that's marvellous. No, absolutely. Well, look, the last question really is a little bit about the legacy, but perhaps going back to King Charles, you are the king's representative in the county. Um, I assume that therefore there will be a new style of uh, leadership. Uh, you know, any sort of thoughts as to um, what we can expect um, going forward at you know perhaps a national level, driven by King Charles as well as and how that translates into our community and the legacy of what was his coronation and all these elements we've talked about. I it's a it's a it's a very interesting question, Adrian, because I think we're all coming down slightly from a high of the event. And the important thing is, right, well, what does it actually mean? Uh, and how do we take this forward? I feel that there's a that that the, there is a there is definitely an energy um coming from the palace and that we that 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 there is a desire to capture that and to take it forward. There's something I'm, I'm I've been talking to a number of schools about this, but you know, the coronation gives you gives us an opportunity. I mentioned it about the medieval element or the the the, the very old religious rites that we experienced, and I had the privilege to be part of that. It does give us an opportunity to think of what is what is the meaning, what is the meaning, what is the value of this institution. Mm. And I think that there's something which really came out of all of those events was this concept of serving us, the community. And it's Sometimes you worry. You, you, you sometimes if it, 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 I don't know, I got to be very careful because I, I'm, I'm, I think that it's, it's, it's something which is really so strong and so good, and it's the, it, it, it's something which we need to capture and to take forward. And I think that if you say, well, what is it that what is legacy? I think the energy that will come from the king and the queen in terms of those things that they are passionate about the uh there is an element of dynamism that understandably in the last years of the, uh, 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 of queen elizabeth was not there but she she was a, a we we had the restrictions of covid but actually towards the end she was 96 and if i had the energy that she had she had when she was 96 i you know i think that's quite extraordinary yeah. so you know, you have got a dynamism. He's, you know, he's still a septuagenarian. He's seventy-four. You know, that's not, mm -hmm. that most people have um, played a lot of golf by then. <laughs> no, indeed. Well, no, I think it's a great concept, and I know that you do have to be uh, careful. It's, I suppose, what we're saying is an energy, and Charles has shown this energy, hasn't he, over the years in lots of different areas. Uh, but leading by example through service, and I think it's it's possibly not so widely known. How much you know the establishment of the royal family through the lieutenancy really does get down to the grassroots of our communities and as you know we're always looking for those hidden heroes those unsung mm. heroes etc but mm. um you know the ones that uh come princess anne has come many times hasn't she to this county yeah. it, it it is a service and i think that is a great example that hopefully as you say everyone can follow because life is not just about making the next dollar and it's really important for many people especially with the cost of living but uh, the reward, the feeling good factor and the better community and all the other things, you know, well-being should begin to move. So I think what you're talking about and with Rachel McGrath from the Community Foundation, that sounds like an excellent idea is how do we capture this and um, relive it? But I, you mentioned a point which I 
didn't because I I I, I should you get you know I think it's important. It's this idea of people need to be thanked for what they do, and people need to be recognised. And so often, it's where the light is hidden under a bushel, mm. but actually the best is being done. Mm. And it's trying to shine a light on those individuals who make our communities work. And you're right that, you know, what is it that we, we you know, if people, if people know of wonderful people in their communities, please bring it to our attention because that's what we're here for in a sense is to, is to, is to say thank you to them. And there are ways that we can do that. Indeed. Well, I think that's a subject for another day, the National Honours for Individuals and the King's Award for Enterprise for Businesses. But James, thank you so much for taking time in what I know is always a hectic schedule for you. I really appreciate it. That's James Saunders Watson, our Lord Lieutenant of uh, Northamptonshire. Uh, James, I'm glad you had a wonderful weekend. And yes, I'm happy, I'm sure, all of us to work with you to uh, to take that legacy forward. Thank you so much indeed. Keep safe, keep well, and keep up the good work. <laughs>